The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The following program contains opinions expressed by The Dead Zone. If you find this broadcast offensive, lighten up, candy ass. What? Oh my gosh. It's a radio show. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Initialize sequence. WDZRTV Worldwide. Welcome to the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Twenty twenty one, and not a damn thing has changed. Go figure, right? I think. I really do think it's gonna get worse, right? Our buddy Scott is running himself ragged just to stay above water. We still can't have anyone in the studio. You know, when's he going to end, right? When? Anyway, glad to be back. I hope you all had a safe and fun holiday weekend or the, yeah, made the best of it you could. Uh, we did nothing. I mean, I stayed at home, you know, the whole time. Two weeks of vacation. I'm home doing nothing, and yes, I enjoyed it. I like doing nothing. It's what I do best. Tonight, we have a returning guest, Austin Maynard, founder of the Underground Paranormal Network. They do a great job, and kudos to them for, for supporting unknown, unrecognized, unrecognized, I'm sorry, historic locations, and create a platform for new equipment, de- uh, <laughs> equipment developers. So it's going to be a good show. He was on... Oh, it's been a while now, so we're going to find out what's been going on with those guys during this pandemic. When we come back, I'm going to get Michelle on the phone. She has a nice 2020 send-off. We're going to do that right after this. This is Endless Void, Dead Zone family member, and an awesome, awesome song. Rip March of the Dead. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
All right, endless void. How cool is that? Let's get Michelle on the phone. Oh, wait, while I'm thinking about it, speaking of news, NonCon 6 is on for September 2021 in Post Town, Ohio, at the Post Town Elementary School. Check that out. There's an ad for it on, on uh, our Facebook page, and it's all over Facebook. So, And it's all free. You want more info? Contact Jason underscore at ParanormalLive.com. Hey, we got Michelle on the phone right now. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Oh, we can hear you really good. It's okay. Yeah, good. yeah we're having a little bit of audio issues like we always do. We apologize for that. I'm sorry. Our setup isn't the greatest in the world. But Michelle's got a really cool story for us about 2020, don't you? Well, what I found is, of course, from coast to coast, because that's my favorite go-to. I love that website. But uh, they ended 2020 with a bunch of different articles. Um, It's entitled 20 of the Weirdest Stories from 2020. Right. So the first one that they have listed is, I don't know if you heard uh, about this one where there were young boys that thought that they could be Spider-Man for real. Oh, no. No, I didn't know. They let uh, Black Widow Spider fight them. Oh, yeah. I do remember. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I recall something about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they they had to go to the hospital, obviously, Um, but they're okay, but they did really truly believe that they were going to get these superpowers (laughs) and let the spider bite them. What were their ages? Oh, I just closed it down. Um, I don't think it actually stated the ages of the boys. Right. It just said three young boys. Hold on, I got to back up now. Um, well, they'd have to be pretty young to, to think something like that, right? Well, I mean, they were they were working. They were grazing goats on the property. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it couldn't have been like four or five. It had to be a little bit older than that. Right. Um, the next one, now some of these aren't so weird, they're just, some are just kind of interesting, some are just downright stupid, like this one, <laughs> Yeah. that there is, uh, did you hear about this one, a Detroit driver that jumped over a drawbridge as it was opening up. Oh no, Dukes of Hazards, right? <laughs> yeah. he made it, he survived, but he trashed his car and he was arrested afterwards. Wow. And what was the um, reason why? Did they did they give a reason why he tried that just to be doing no, it? No. No, obviously he, he was just being stupid. Just being stupid. Like yeah. He was driving up and at the time when the it started to open up and he just hit the gas and decided he was gonna make it. No way. He doesn't say why, <laughs> but he definitely was arrested for it. Yeah. Well yeah, good. <laughs> wow. And then there's uh, this one. This one I thought was uh, kind of funny. And uh, a man filed motion requesting sword fight to settle a legal dispute with his uh-huh. ex-wife. <laughs> okay. Uh, ex-wife was demanding money, obviously, and uh, he said that he basically he wasn't being serious, but he he said if you're going to take me up on this, that uh, I need some time to get all of my stuff together um, and practice. He said that he would take on her lawyer, which was a man, if oh. she didn't want to do it. But obviously, well. that is not that's not going to happen. Well. In, that, in the story, this happened in January, beginning of the year, um, and I don't they don't really say what happened 
Uh, I'm sure <laughs> that the request was denied, though. It seems to me that 2020 here is all this, the, the chaotic energy, the stressful energy, the anger and resentment yeah. and fear, all of that is just, affecting everybody it's taken over yes it has it's taken over and and that that plus the uh, i'm sorry plus the uh, retrograde you know that kind of thing too so oh sure um but uh the uh, the guy with the sword i mean come on there had to have been some kind of narcotics involved in that (laughs) i don't know i don't know wow okay Uh, and (laughs) this guy here he's a conspiracy theorist he was uh, demanding that a McDonald's in Arizona that he frequented would take down a statue of a dinosaur because it's against what he believes. <laughs> His beliefs? Because yeah. He, he, he said that there are no such things. There was never any such thing as dinosaurs. That uh-huh. it's all a conspiracy <laughs> because that would mean that the Bible was false in how old the earth is. Right. So he, he was going on that argument that it needed to be, it was blasphemy and it needed to be removed. Wow. Um, obviously that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> no. So he, he had to just give up and let it go. And now this one is a little bit more along our lines of stories we talk about. Right. This was a woman it was <clears> a <throat> haunted me. mannequin head. Okay. And like at Ashmore? Of it. Yeah. Anyway, and there's a picture of it in the story, and it, I mean, it's just a, a little, it's not really creepy looking, um, but I guess the wig that was made for the mannequin was made out of human hair, yeah. and they think that that's where this came from, but this happened over in Singapore, and this lady, like on Facebook Marketplace, that kind of thing, she saw that someone had listed some items that they wanted to give away. Yeah. And so she took them up on it, and uh, the seller was all was all. Yeah, I can't talk now. Uh-huh. The seller. Yeah, was welcome willing, to the club. Yeah. Even, yeah. Yeah, was willing to bring it to her. That's how anxious the seller was to get rid of this thing, and said that they would include some additional beauty items for free. And so she was all excited about it, and made arrangements for this person to drop it off at her mother-in-law's house. Yeah. So she didn't get it for a few days, but the mother-in-law called in the middle of the night saying, you better come and get this. Boxes were in the other room and she lived alone and she started hearing noises and was just getting very freaked out. Felt like someone was watching her. So she went and got them and she said that she felt that the mannequin was very eerie looking and uh that's all just eerie that you know nothing it didn't cause her any kind of harm or anything like that it's just in her head well there's so there's a link that takes you to the actual facebook posting of what she stated happened okay so my connection is slow here it's just kind of spinning hold on and hopefully it'll open up i know yeah for those right, of you that so, yeah, for those of you that don't know, um, we actually calling Michelle from home. We actually live out in the sticks in an old, reputed, reputedly haunted strip pit. So yeah, we don't get a real good signal out there. Um, so anyway, she goes on to say um, that for the next 
two nights she had nightmares she dreamt that something was following her and this she's had this before she picked the items up so this started she started having nightmares as soon as she agreed to take the items and then the items were delivered to her mother-in-law's house and then her mother-in-law started having weird experiences and called her and so it says that she felt the presence of something watching her alone in the house so she was watching tv alone her noise is coming from the room where the items were at hmm. uh, it kept happening she tried to brush it off um so anyway she called her and she because she had been having nightmares about it she felt that she um god was protecting her from whatever was inside the snake right. head so right. she just threw it away <laughs> okay uh, she threw it away and said that she had no other problems after that, neither her or her mother-in-law. But my problem is that now you're just transferring that onto someone else. Well, that Why plus... Why are you going to throw it away? You need to destroy it. That, but from the get-go, from the beginning of the story, she was she, she was in a state of mind of, of she wasn't going to be afraid of it in the first place, Right. No. No. Not in the first place. She thought she was getting a mannequin to practice, I guess. This is my assumption. It doesn't exactly say. But she was getting this mannequin with makeup. Yeah. And so I guess it was to practice makeup techniques on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, no, she was just excited about getting it for free. Okay. I thought she had but a preconceived. But as soon as she agreed to take it, she started having nightmares. Okay. But That's... she didn't have it yet. Okay. I thought she uh, she was having preconceived notions about this thing and no. it was all, no. okay, all in her head. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. So the next one, again, is just stupid. China dismisses <laughs> reported plan to send 100,000 locust-eating ducks to Pakistan. I guess Pakistan is having problems with locusts, and so news started going around that China was going to be sending over 100,000 ducks to eat the locusts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that's included. I don't know. That's just weird. Yeah. I mean, come on. Wow. Um, this one, true, you know, this one again, I don't think this one really should have been on the list. I think they were struggling to get the whole 20 items. Yeah. Um, a hard hat was lost in the Mississippi River yeah. five years ago yeah. and then was found um, in Ireland. Wow. So, okay. I mean, how well, it got to Ireland, who knows? Well, somehow they just way to Ireland and was found. Well, the Mississippi does empty into the into the ocean, um, but wow, that's a, a long way to travel, right? Yeah, took five years to get there. Yeah, you got to hit the right currents and no, yeah. yeah. The guy <laughs> got his hard hat back though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think they were trying uh, trying to pad their article. Yeah, yeah. This one, I'm sorry, and if anyone out there thinks that this is a cool idea to do, I, I just, I disagree. I feel that this was just stupid, and anyone that does this is just, they're taking a huge risk, and it's dumb. So I guess there are some rappers called, is it Popek or Popek or, I, I don't know what, what is name. I have no idea. Rapper dyed his eyeball black. Oh yeah, yeah. And so this Polish woman decided that she wanted to do that too. So she went to a tattoo artist and the tattoo artist though goofed up oh. and used ink 
made for the skin rather than what would be approved for the eyes. Oh, man. So she lost her vision in one of her eyes, and wow. she's undergoing medical treatment to try to save vision in the other one. Why the hell would you do that anyway, you know? I don't know, because she just looks gross. Yeah. It, it's not, I don't know how anyone would want to look at themselves like that. It's just, it's horrific looking. That's ridiculous. Good Lord. Yep. Huh. Yep. Um, oh, more stupidity. Yeah. Uh, Italian flat earthers journey to the edge of the world goes wildly awry. So this couple in Italy um, are convinced that the earth is not round, that we are all mistaken. Oh, Lord. And it is actually flat. So they tried three times to make it to the end of the earth. They, <laughs> yeah. they had to finally give up. The first time, they um, they were in really bad shape when they were found. I think it said that they were out there for like three weeks before uh, they were found. And now, when, were, when you say out there, you mean when they were picked up in the middle of the, of the, ocean. Of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, good Lord. Yeah, yeah, because they really <laughs> thought that they kept going. They were gonna get to the end of, of the earth. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah, you had to hear heard about this one, uh, that there was a brain found on the beach. In oh, Wisconsin. yeah, I did hear about that one, yeah. Yeah, and it turned out just to be a pig. Yeah. It was a pig's brain. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but why, was, likely, you know, why was that there? Why was there? a ritual of some sort. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. Got a pig's brain. Yeah, we're going to do a ritual and, and throw it out here on the side of the road. Come on. No, they had it wrapped up in foil. And there was some other stuff. I think there were flowers, um, and and it was so it was wrapped up with flowers. It had wrapped up with tin foil, put in a box with a ribbon tied around it. Oh, so it was more more of casting a spell on someone or something like that. Probably like a witch, yeah. like yeah, witch yeah. jars and that kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Where was that at? That was in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And in Canada, there was a town that everyone in town was complaining about this person that took a mannequin and turned it into a creepy, bloody clown. Yeah. <laughs> had, and then had blood all over the clothes that was on the mannequin, had it sitting out in their yard, and it was scaring the children really bad. Oh, so that was. They were made to remove it. Was that for for Halloween? I'm assuming. Um. Let's see. When was the story? Go back up. Go up. That was in May. In May. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I could I would have understood a little bit if it was for Halloween, like a prank or something like that. But no. I, wow. People are weird, man. That's what I'm saying. And everyone's been letting their freaks like fly. <laughs> yeah. Year, you know? People are weird, dude. I know. <laughs> oh, I know you heard about this one. The monkey steal COVID-19 samples from a lab worker. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was early on this yeah. year, yeah. Yeah, they got those back. The monkeys climbed up trees with them, and then after realizing that there was nothing there, they dropped the, the vials, so they got them back. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's, oh, that so seems seems kind of tamed as to what's going on right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> then we have this guy that... Claims to be from Saturn. <laughs> okay. And he has filed. He filed a lawsuit against the federal government. 
Okay. This is ongoing. This just happened right before Christmas. Uh huh. And he says that he has been living on Earth. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, no. Okay. It says that the government has been discriminating against him since the fourth of July, seventeen seventy six. Okay. So he's been living here all this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's an alien, and I guess he's a time traveler too. Um, <laughs> no, he came from Saturn. Oh, so he just he, he just lives that long from Saturn, yeah. and he's been living here all this time. So just a natural Saturn person's long lifespan, I, I guess, right? I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah. are people are idiots. Anyway, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> and then we have the wish granting cat for sale. <laughs> this lady in Russia had a cat that uh, she said she didn't know that the cat was able to grant her wish until she was desperate and she asked the cat to find her an apartment. And, and he did. She got she found an apartment. Wow. So, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> what other proof do you need? Right? Uh, yeah, right. I guess so the yeah, cat, were, was, cat was going through the real estate ads and, and the paper and what do you do? And what do you do? Do you uh, hack up a hairball on it, and then she saw it, or what? You know, who knows? Well, it doesn't really say. It just says literally the next day I realized that everything would come true, <laughs> and she said a month later I had an apartment. So wow. there you go. It only took a month for the wow. cat to find the apartment for her. Wow. So she is. But the thing is that the cat will only grant three wishes to its <laughs> owner. So once she realized that she couldn't get any more than the three wishes, she felt that she needed to share this and sell the cat. So she's selling the cat for um, what goes for, in America, $127,000. Wow. Well, good deal, I guess. (laughs) People. And they wish to buy it. People, man, come on. That's, that's that's really they really are stretching to uh, fill their quota for twenty, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They so are. then we have the giant rat that was pulled from the drainage system in Mexico City. Yeah, those and in New York too. Yeah, we've seen those too. Yeah. You've seen that one, yeah. So it was just a costume that this lady was using as decoration for <laughs> Halloween in her yard, and there yeah. was a flood, yeah. and the flood took it away, and it got. Stuff down in the drainage system, which yeah. then clogged the whole system up. Oh, good job. Yeah. <laughs> but they gave it back to her. Yeah. I would have destroyed it, but. Gave it back to her and charged oh. her, and charged her how much for uh, clogging up the drainage system? It doesn't say that she, had to, <laughs> she got in any kind of trouble because it wasn't a 
her fault. It was just in the yard. Yeah. You know, she didn't cause the flood. Right. Okay, so there was a subway train in the Netherlands that, thankfully, all the passengers had already gotten off, and the only person that was on the train was the conductor, engineer, whatever whatever they called it. But anyway, so <clears throat> the person driving the, the train was the only one, but I guess it uh, he lost control. Yeah. It smashed through the barrier at the end of the line. The engineer, yeah. And the, and the only thing that saved him was on the outside of the building that he smashed through the wall yeah. was a huge statue of a whale's tail. And it caught the train. Really? So it is just, there's, yeah, they have a, a, a picture of it where it it is literally sitting on the tail of a whale. So that's and a very fortunate uh, yeah, coincidence yeah, for him. The, yeah. The name of the artwork of the statue yeah. is called Saved by the Whale's Tail. Huh. I Last guess it was. Yeah, there he was. Yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> and here's another freak flag. Um, <laughs> freak flag. In England, there was a guy that put on the Plague Doctor costume from head to toe. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, walking around scaring people. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. They didn't find who it was that did that. People are taking a little bit, um, taking advantage of the situation here this past year. Oh, yeah. I am surprised, though. I will say that there's there hasn't been a lot more, um, you know. I mean, maybe there have been. We just haven't heard about it. But you you think that there would have been a lot more break-ins <clears throat> and robberies because everyone's wearing a mask now, so it's not. Well, that's coming. You know, that's coming. In my opinion, there was one. Well, I, I mean, there was a. I remember one, a local one, when when the mask mandate first started yeah. that someone broke or didn't break into because it was during mm-hmm. open hours um this guy was wearing the mask though and went into uh like a lawn and garden store yeah. and stole a chainsaw oh right yeah got away with it but really haven't heard of anything else right um the last story is about uh, in france they have a rule that once the bell rings the gate is locked and the children aren't allowed there to come through the gate. So no, wait a minute. In France, yeah, where, where? Once the bell oh, is rung, that's school. I'm sorry, did I not say it was at school? No, no. At okay. The, at the schools. Yeah. Okay, so it's an elementary school in France. Okay, they say that they have a tall fence, and the campus closes shut at 8:30 a.m. Right. And for some reason, someone started doing this and other parents started following suit that they were taught not, I mean, it says that they were literally throwing their children over the gate. I, I can't oh, imagine a Lord. parent, like, tossing it over a six-foot gate. No. I mean, I, I could see as to where they, they would, you know, maybe kind of try to lower them down. Something. Lower them over it, but yeah. to toss them. But this says that it was... It, Parents arriving after the bell were literally throwing their children over the gate. That's what it says. So they actually had to make a sign and post up of a stick figure throwing a child over the gate. (laughs) Um, This is not allowed. Yeah, don't do that. All right. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how stupid things are. (laughs) Yeah, well, it it also depends on where you get your information from, too, you know? Sure. Wow. So that was the last one? 
That was 20 stories. 20 stories to 2020. 20 stories. And man, they padded that quite a bit, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought it might make a good little episode. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Talk about the stupidity out there. Yeah, I mean, um, the uh, National Enquirer couldn't do any better, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it. And yeah, no problem. I'm going to play one right now from a brand new band, a brand new Dead Zone family member. It's called Kumatos from the band She. Check it out. See you soon, Michelle. All right, bye. stations in town were palm trees we'd be the one with the biggest coconuts here are the one the only dead zone and there he is how are you sir i tried to call you and you were on another call it said oh yeah my partner called me about something with his team uh just something i had to handle real quick all right i'm doing good man 
what's uh, what's been going on? I mean, with the pandemic and everything, I mean, have you guys been keeping busy? I know um, the Underground Paranormal Network, first of all, I mean, you deal with buildings and provide an, an outlet for equipment developers, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, in a, that's just kind of part of it. I mean, like, the, net, the Underground Paranormal Network is like a network of uh, like locations, uh, teams, equipment builders, like innovative researchers, uh, people that are about pushing the field forward, not like, you know, because like there was that whole para-unity movement, and although oh, yeah. I agree with the message, yeah. I don't agree with the way it's done. Right. Um, I think it's very clicky, and so I think it's <laughs> yes. Yeah. what we're doing. Right. It's more or less like, don't talk about it, just be about it. Like, this is, let's bring exposure to the ones that deserve it. Right. Or the places that deserve it. Right. Or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. I understand completely. Yes, I, I agree with you, too, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but we've been staying pretty busy. I mean, um, I mean, I'm just doing a lot of what I like to call plotting and scheming, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's all just planning. It's... Um, you know, I'm getting ready for. I have two events that I'm doing this year. I don't. I don't know if I've announced the second one yet or not. Okay. Uh, well, I can do it right here. Yeah. September 25th. Okay. Mark that date down. September Everybody. 25th. Okay. Yep. That's all I can release right now. Okay. Well, <laughs> now you're in Ohio, so um, you know I just got finished with the artwork for uh, the uh, non-con at Post Town. Now, how far are you away from that? You're in, in what, uh, Brian? Yeah, actually, uh, Post Town is only uh, about two and a half hours from me. Right. Okay, well, it's well, like... Actually, my partner, Mike, lives in Metaltown. Eh, well, there you, well, well there, he knows very well where it is. Well, there you go. So maybe if, if it all pans out and then uh, things work out the way it should, we'll see you guys there. Yeah, maybe we'll have, to, we'll have to see how it works out with the UGPN schedule. I know we're staying really busy this year. Well, that's good. That's a good thing, and it's amazing because there's we've been contacted by so many people, and we we can't do anything because of this this the pandemic and all this, the hype and and everything going on. You know, I I really don't want to get into it because it's ridiculous. The whole thing is, and I'm sorry, but it yeah. is. It, is. <laughs> it really is, and I mean. I mean, regardless of what the belief systems are, I think we all need to better be safe than sorry, in my opinion. is right. just kind of like to take the proper precautions. You don't have to completely pull yourself up in the house, but, like, you know, stay a safe distance. Right. Use sanitizer, wear your mask when you're within so many feet. Like, follow just the guidelines. Just follow the guidelines yeah. and you'll be fine. Right? Exactly. And I try to keep, like, we have a lot of private... Uh, investigations coming up this year uh, for all six locations and you know uh, that's one thing that we're we're trying to keep it uh, groups of eight or less yes uh, at a time to try to eliminate you know a lot of the uh, concerns at least well just just comes around it's kind of calmed down with all these with all the vaccines right now like you said you're trying to keep it down to at least eight people in a group that you're gonna take through to do these investigations now uh, everything aside, that's that's the way we think about things. If we're going to go do a real investigation, we don't want a lot of people in there trampling around and, and destroying whatever possible evidence we might get, right? Right, so absolutely. So I, I figure the smaller the better. 
I mean, I don't want a lot of people in there talking and whispering and scratching and farting or whatever they do, because it's going to it's going to ruin your evidence, right? No, absolutely. I agree with you. I'd rather go in with like just me and somebody else, or me and like two other people. But I don't like any more than like five people at a time. Right. I mean, that gets too much after that. Right. And 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 that's the place in there different though i guess well that's that's the, that's a perfect amount of people right there i mean a large amount i would consider five would be a way you could more it's or less more or less tag team <laughs> you could more or less tag team you know go out yeah groups of two or three yeah you know. okay now you said about what'd you say five or six locations right i have six you have six okay and what what are those six? We, we, we ran long with that Michelle's year in review of 2020. So we got like 24 minutes. So I don't want to rush us. I don't want to get No, you're good. Okay. Um, but uh, your six locations are? Uh, we have the former Williams County Jail and uh, Sheriff's Department in Bryan, Ohio, built in 1869. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Middle Point School, the former Middle Point School built in 18, 1885. That's in Middle Point, Ohio, just outside Van Wert. Okay. Um, we have the West former Westwood School built in 1914 over in Rudolph, Ohio. Okay. Uh, we have the uh, the Ogles Village Museum in Defiance, Ohio. It's actually a collection of like 28 buildings filled with historic artifacts, as well as uh, 18 of those buildings being over 100 years old. Yeah. And then our two newest locations that we've just uh, acquired in the last like. I don't know, five months, six months. We have the uh, Detroit Sixth Precinct building okay. uh, right there on McGraw Avenue. I, I know uh, that one's a little more well known. Um, and then the fun, the most recent one we got is the Broadwell Funeral Home down in Felicity, Ohio, just okay. outside Cincinnati. So a lot of cop shops, a lot of schools, and a funeral home. Yes. Wow. wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's very cool. How many of those have you have you actually went to yourself? Oh, I investigated oh, all of them all personally times. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Which which one is the most, in your opinion, active? Ooh. That's hard. Because, like, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It, it, well, it's hard because like. It, they're all active, but they're all active in different ways, if that makes sense. Like, you know, like, uh, you could go to Westwood, and you go to certain parts of Westwood, and you're going to be dealing with, like, a dark haunting. Like, you're going to be dealing with aggression. You're going to be dealing with certain things like that. Now, why, why, why would you say that? Why would you say a dark haunting there? Because it's it's a, a uh, old I'm jail? I'm not evil. Not evil either. Just dark. And I think it's just... Um, like, I think it's, a, there's a combination of things. I mean, it used to be a, uh, I mean, it was a elementary school, then it became oh, a I'm high sorry. school. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was. I'm sorry, I was assuming that the, that was a jail, but a dark oh, entity, a dark entity, ent- I'm sorry, I can't talk, entity <laughs> in, uh, in a school, really. Yeah. Oh, dude, oh my gosh, middle point is the same way. Um, but That's I what, think, I keep hearing that, yeah. That, yeah, I keep hearing that. Like, dark, Middle Point has, like, a dark cloud over it. So it's like, and it's more or less like a community center of 
the it's like crazy because like when you look at the whole city of Middle Point, like or where the school is exactly, yeah, um, there's three houses that are in a triangle around the school that are very, very heavily involved in uh, a missing persons case. That's still oh active. really? Now was that yeah. before? Was that before or after the uh, train accident that they were built? Train accident. Yes, at Middleton. No, not Middletown. Middle Point. No, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, you think it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, middle point. And there, I mean, there's some dark energy there. And I mean, the, the crazy thing is, is like, even at Westwood, it, it just, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And I say, I don't say evil because, like, it, like that really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but, well, like, you're not dark, meeting, you. You don't want to bring up Satanism or anything like that. You're yeah, talking. You're talking no, about just no. a, a bad, bad just, person, yeah, entity, just whatever. Angry, okay. angry entity that just like he will literally like I've had rocks and dirt thrown at my shoe. <laughs> like I've had, uh, we've seen things. Uh, oh, we captured a big shadow in their basement hallways. Yeah. But people uh, constantly have a feeling of, like, panic when they go into certain rooms. Right. Uh, Rooms of anxiety, like, heaviness. Like, it's... That's why I say dark, (laughs) not evil, because it's, like, it's aggressive, but it's not, like, gonna... You're not gonna, like, end up getting scratched and hurt and all this stuff there. You just get an uneasy... An uneasy feeling. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, middle point is a different story. Middle point in the basement, there's like some, we call him uh, the Boiler Man Bob. Okay. And uh, we think he's a Hispanic, a Mexican dude. Okay. Uh, but there's something, down, like you can hear his accent every time he comes over to Ghostbusters. You hear his accent. Oh, you have, you have got EVPs and that, that type of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's cool. Mexican accent. <laughs> It's so pronounced too, so it's not hard to tell. You know what I mean? So like every time he comes in, but people, grown men and a lot of women, actually like they lose. It's like something really grabs onto their lungs. Like their chest becomes really, their chest becomes really tight. Yeah. And they have trouble breathing, and they got to get out of the basement. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that, like, now, uh, are there historical yeah, records yeah. of people that worked at that school? I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I mean, yeah, there's records of the people that worked at the school, well, but like, there what, have not been any kind of like records of uh, anything happening on no, the no, school. No, 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 no. Where I was, where I was going with that was uh, the people, the employees of that school. Were there any, like you say, I don't mean to be a racist, Mexican employees there? That is a good question. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I haven't died, dove into that much. I mean, a lot of it is because there's not a lot of actual, like, articles. And I've looked, I have scoured, scoured the Van Wert County Historical Society, like their uh, their uh, newspaper archives, all of that. Yeah. Like, I've scoured it, and I can find very little, like, information directly related to the Middle Point School. So that's except, weird. Like, now, that's strange, because they should have... Well, I mean, Middle Point itself is a very small, like, nobody knows where the hell this place is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and it didn't get much attention, except yeah. 
what I found about after doing so much research on Little Point. Yeah. What's funny is that there are at least three different people that grew up to murder somebody yeah. that ended up going to Middle Point School as children. Right. Sick of that small town. Well, just well, set them almost off. makes you wonder, like, <laughs> is that school like breeding murderers? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I guess you're right. Like, yeah. And then on top of that, the missing persons case, like the guy that went missing, he lived like literally right across the street from the school. Okay. And the dude, the dude that was suspected by the FBI to have caused his disappearance mm -hmm. lives across the field from the Middle Point School. And the guy that he was supposed to be in cahoots with lives on the other, behind the Middle Point School. And it like literally forms a, just a, a Middle Point triangle is what I call it. Wow, that's weird. That's crazy. But yeah. You know, like you say, it's a really small, isolated community. Yeah. Someone, I mean, someone loses their, pardon my language, you know, their crap. And yeah. somebody, you know, somebody's got to go. <laughs> yeah, and, and it just goes beyond that, too. I mean, I think that, like, especially with schools, I mean, there's a lot of energy that has been built up thousands and thousands of children and yeah. teens that went through that those walls whether they were the best memories or the worst memories right i mean and you would think like logical thinking i guess if i were to die and i could go anywhere mm -hmm. where would i go i'd probably go to where i had the most like the happiest experience the fun times yeah yeah well i didn't have any bills to worry about yeah. any stress, you know where i was just fun and happy and free you know? yeah no virus yeah Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think, though. Um, are you? I know you are familiar with. Um, I'm an idiot now. It went right out of my head. Um, when uh, the uh, asylum in, um, oh my gosh, Winchester, Indiana. What is it? Um, oh, Randolph County. Randolph. Yes. Okay. There are so many bodies on that property that are buried that are lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. We've we've tried to help. Um, uh, used to be Brandy and, and some other the people there to, to find them. But it's amazing because when we went there, we've been there several times, you're walking on their graves and, and have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. You, you don't realize it. It's crazy. It just can be lost and you can't find them anymore. There should be records. But evidently oh, there just yeah. aren't. But they're just not, I guess. Well, it's, um, I mean, that's kind of similar to um, like the uh, Cincinnati Music Hall. Yeah. Like uh, the former, uh, the former mental asylum that was built there before it was torn down and uh, the music hall was put up. Right. Uh, it was actually like a very like large mental institution, and they were they, like the music hall is still doing like excavating in the basement and finding bodies. They're still finding bones. Oh man! <laughs> wow. <laughs> they're still finding them. Like even like two years ago or something, I saw an article. They're still doing it in the elevator shaft. That was a mental ward, or was it a, a tuberculosis ward? Or the same, or both. I think it was. I think it was a mental hospital. It was. A mental I think hospital. it was an insane asylum. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I'm pretty sure it was, but the music hall in Cincinnati is very well known to be haunted. Right. Now, which one are you talking about? Because we got invited to do a an investigation and a show from there like twice. It's a small town. I can't think anymore. My head's gone. Um, a small town, a beautiful, beautiful uh, music hall. Reported to be reported reported to be haunted. I don't know. I haven't been there, so I'm not going to comment on that. 
I think even Ghost Adventures did a show there at one point. It's possible. Um, Dad, gummit, I can't, uh, I can't bring it up. It just, it's gone. Uh, no, what, what I, is, I think is, I might know what you're talking about. But it's in Ohio, and there's an actual there. There is a team that more or less say that they use that as their base of operations, their their home haunt or whatever. You know. I'm not sure. Not sure exactly. I think I, I mean I probably would know if uh, yeah. if you brought the name up, but I can't remember to save my butt. I can't. But it's beautiful. <laughs> it, it's a small town, and it's right in the center, man. It's really pretty. Anyway, whatever. Uh, I, I can't. I can't believe that you guys aren't asso- uh, associated with uh, Post Town. You're right there. Especially your your partner is is there. You know, <laughs> have you talked to Daryl at all or what? Uh, I mean, I talked to Daryl. I don't. I think Daryl's a great guy. I uh, I have no problems with him. I have no issues with him. I I, I love to help him out. Um, but I think it seems to me that Daryl's pretty well off as it is. I mean, oh yeah, he's doing. He's, he does a great job down there. He's doing I, what he likes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. So I just don't even. It's like I don't want to step on his toes and just like he wouldn't want to step on mine kind of thing. And if right. he's doing a great job down there, don't fix it if it ain't <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. You're right. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Um, let me think here. Um, the UG, UGPN, we, we, we kind of said something about the fact that you provide a platform for new equipment or development of new equipment. Now, how does that work? Well, um, you know, a lot of the, I, we have sponsors and I've developed relationship with relationships with these builders to where I've actually been able to help them kind of, uh, like market a lot better. Um, you know, really get their equipment out there. And I've kind of, no, I call I, myself a hype man for these guys. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? How do you market? Well, um, basically, I mean, I work with them very closely. I try to uh, help them figure out practical ways to build these things and make the cloths more, like make their, uh, prac- like their uh, process a little more efficient, I guess. Right. And then um, as soon as I get like something that I can showcase, like I'm literally out there every investigation, blast, 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 blast. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. I make it a point, but I mean, the reason I work with these guys is because the things that they build are just phenomenal. Oh yeah. Now, you, you, know, about, you know about some of those guys, right? Oh yeah. You know, KD is going to be on, I think, either next week or week after next. KD Stafford? Yeah, he's yeah. coming to visit me next weekend. <laughs> uh, awesome. Very cool. He's going to be on the show, man, again. Oh, he'll be, he'll, uh, oh is he going to be on the show? Uh, oh, he's probably recording uh, his comedy. Yo, next week, huh? Cool. <laughs> it's either next week or the week after. I can't remember now. Michelle uh, books everything. I, you know, I'm, 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 yeah. just, I'm just a guy that talks. Oh um, yeah, Katie's <laughs> one of my best friends, man. He, him and Cat are coming. Uh, him and Katie are coming Katie, to uh, yeah. visit. They're staying the weekend. Oh, very cool. Head up the funeral home. Very cool. I can't. Yeah, yeah I want to hear about that. I want, yeah, okay. Well, you tell him that I'm going to be talking about him. I'm going to ask him about what happened, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You will. Uh, he will maybe have some good things to say. Hopefully, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's, um, we're, we're, it's like 20 minutes into it right now. Um, we're going to run out of time. I, again, I apologize, and I want to have you back because I think we could talk a lot more about these different places and locations and our different 
perspectives on on, on everything. Uh, Absolutely. But once again, before we go, you can be found at. I can be found at facebook.com slash the UGPN. That's T H E U G P N. Right. And do you want to go ahead and do the Facebook one, the dot uh, com asylum, or I'm sorry, dot com Austin, your personal or? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, Facebook.com Austin.Maynard.10. Okay. Like one zero. Um, I don't typically like to put that out there because I don't really like it to be about me. Yeah. You know, it's more about uh, the mission. It's more about the work and the people that actually, like I said, deserve the credit. Right. Well, <laughs> so, but but if someone wants to talk to you about what you about what you can offer, maybe help them on a personal level. Yeah, yeah that'd be fine. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's right. absolutely. All right, awesome man. Thank you, and I'll have Michelle get back a hold of you and get you back on here because I think we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, different locations and and the things that we've just talked about briefly tonight oh yeah man. I think we'll have to uh I think we'll have to fun. dive in depth another time for Absol- sure absolutely and then, uh yeah tell katie um i want to hear about it take some photos <laughs> take some photos and uh post hey, them we're going go live from, oh uh, are you really on uh on this on saturday awesome that'll be cool all right well i'll check that out yeah all right all right all right, man. Austin Maynard, guys, Underground Paranormal Network. Check him out. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. I. I I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming, and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what-the-hell-are-you-thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late-night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal, Para-X.
Hey, this is Lee. If you missed tonight's show or any other show, you can always check them out in the archives on the Para-X Radio Network, or you can go to our website and click on any of your favorite apps. This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.